Blog Talk Radio. My name is David Fournier, one of the instructors here at Restoring Grace with Zohar in 15. Our Zohar portion is going to be taken from Zohar, Volume 22, Portion Ikev, Chapter 1, Verses 5 through 8. Connecting through our blessing of God. That's what we're going to talk about. Connecting through our blessing of God. How many of you actually entertain the idea? Think about this for a minute. How many times do we actually entertain the idea that we are connecting with God when we're blessing God. Now, it's a resource that's always available for us to be to be using. Thanksgiving, blessing, recognizing God, it's always available to us. But if you really think about the amount of times that we uh, talk with God and we think of the word blessing, um, do you, when you have a chance, go to Yahoo and type in uh, blessing God or verses about blessing God and you'll find page after page that talks about God saying, if you do this, I'll bless you. I'll bless you because I love you. I'll bless you for this. I'll bless you for that. And all those things are true. Very few, very little attention is being paid to the idea that we actually bless God, that we actually can speak directly to the king of the universe, and we can applaud him and love him and bless him. We often act like blessing is, is only what comes down from heaven not something that comes up from it. Now, the Zohar tells us something different. Let me start with verse number five. Speaking of blessing God, simply saying, I love you, thank you for your involvement in my life, thank you for you know whatever you're thankful for, whatever those things may be. Thank you for how you've treated me, thank you for my family, whatever those blessings are. When those blessings, verse five, rise from below, there is no single opening above, and there is no appointee from up high that does not open these op- does not open these openings, and declare throughout the firmaments, "This is a gift to the king that so and so sent." That is a holy and proper gift. What is a full blessing it is a blessing to which Amen was said. For every blessing to which Amen was said is properly full blessing. I want you to notice that there are endless openings for your blessings to hit that upper realm for you to connect with God. In Judaism, you learn a lot about different angels and different spiritual beings that that carry messages back and forth. Even in our scriptures, we have the story where uh, Daniel, I believe it is, is praying, and he gets with one of the angels who comes down and and says, I've been fighting with Asatan for 21 days in this heavenly realm. But these blessings to God, this genuine heartfelt worship, is not dependent upon a service or a worship song or some unique spiritual leader who can guide us through the stairway to heaven, the 12-step program, or someone who has or claims to have a unique monopoly on communicating with God. You don't need anyone to walk you through this process. These openings are available to us all the time. Simply by doing what? What it said, giving that gift of a blessing. I want you to listen to what happened there. He says, is this is a gift to the king. Have you ever considered your life 
as a gift to the king. We think as Christians, we talk about it all the time. Jesus being the gift from God. Jesus being the gift of eternal life. Jesus being the gift of atonement. And all those things are true in the Christian realm. But my question is, have you ever seen your life as a gift to him? Have you ever thought about that you can present a gift to God? I know a lot of you are thinking through the little drummer boy song right now, but I want you to open it up a little bit more. Here's what's even more unique about what the soul heart says here. Not only is this a gift to the king is presented to him, your name is ascribed to that gift. I want you to take a minute and soak that in. I want you to just think about that. Take that for just a moment and sink, let that sink in. So when you say, God Bless you for being my God on Most High. Bless you for your protection. Bless you for your love. Bless you for being the Almighty. Bless you that your name is one. Is one. What that means is that that blessing goes straight. Remember it said, blessings rising from below. They go straight from below, right into the heavenly realm. They're delivered directly to the king and said, this is what David said about you. This is what Ruth said about you. This is what Barbara said about you. This is what... John, whatever your name may be, it is ascribed to you. And the blessing even increases more when it's followed with an amen. Let's talk about that for a minute. For many people, the idea of saying amen is kind of a religious activity. This is something that we do. It's like, yeah, amen, or in the synagogue service, whole main. That's just closing it out. But the question is, why does it need to be closed out? What do we do when we say that Amen. By saying that amen, we sign off. We say this is the blessing to present before the king. What's the uniqueness about that? Because by signing off, we're giving God the opportunity to respond. Have you ever have you ever heard somebody read an old fashioned telegram that used to come out? They used to word use the word stop at the end of every sentence. Evidently there was some kind of problem with run on sentences back in the eighteen hundreds. So it would say something like, this letter is for David, stop. Um, he needs to be at this address at this time, stop. Please make sure you bring your clipboard with you when you come, stop. That's what amen is. Amen or amen is the opportunity for us to stop talking and begin the listening process. We'll take a quick commercial break. We'll be back to read verse number six. Looking for something different at your next retreat, Bible study, or weekend seminar? Restoring Grace could be the answer for you. My name is David Fournier, Senior Instructor here at Restoring Grace, and we gladly support, encourage, and minister in many churches across the country. You can reach me at Dave at RestoringGrace.com. Again, that's Dave at RestoringGrace.com. Or you can call 719-233-6265. 719-233-6265 for your next upcoming event. And that is correct, by the way. We've got uh, the new class scripting, Jesus is Available. Just contact me, Dave, at RestoringGrace.com. Again, that's Dave at RestoringGrace.com. We can do online uh, classes. We can do on-site. Many things we do. Let's read verse 6. When this blessing ascends, all the grades above summon the non-shining or the namely the lights of the kingdom to shine on it. Even more so, if it is a blessing said by many, it is adorned with holy crowns by means of saying amen. Amen is the secret of the connections within each unification and sanctification in accordance with the secret of his master. It properly adorns that blessing with sublime crowns. Now, don't get blown away. Let's just go break that down a little bit. 
our blessings ascend. And as they're going through the kingdom, as they're heading from below, remember we talked about that, when these blessings rise from below, as they're heading up, what happens? What happens is the kingdom of God, the kingdom sees those blessings and does what? Shines lights upon them. Now it's interesting to say that when the bless note that when he says when the blessing is said by many, the crowns are attached. This is really unique. And it's also amazing. So we can connect individually in our blessings with God by simply saying them, our words are carried from here to the heavenly realm. There is no appointee. There's no limited gate. They go straight in. It's presented as a gift to the king. Here's what David said about you. Here's what Margaret said about you. And there's also a corporate existence when we get together in unity. Notice that he says here, the blessing is said by many, is adorned by holy crowns. Here's the part that gets me. Is why by many? What difference does it make if it's by one or by five? The unification of our lights. The unification of our lights. We so often miss the power of unity because we're so busy protecting our belief system. We're so busy protecting the things that we think are significant about our faith instead of being concerned about protecting the unity of each other. The amen adorns this blessing and kind of finishes the job. It ends the unfinished business. So many people, when they are talking with God, when they're praying, when they're doing this, they have so much unfinished business. There's so many things that need to be said that they don't say. And that's what the amen does. Verse number seven says this, The Holy One, blessed be He, favors those that bless Him, and His passion is for the blessing that is below. That blessing rises and lights up the non-shining candle, which is the kingdom, the Malkut, and strengthens it with a strong force to rise above, to unite with Zerapim, which means a small face. That's us. So the kingdom is uniting with us. And about this secret is written, those who give me honor, I will honor, First Samuel chapter 1, verse 30. This verse refers to those who give blessings to the Holy One, blessed be he. And they that despise me should be lightened the esteem. Same verse. Refers to those who do not bless the Holy One, blessed be he, and withhold any blessings from their mouth. God's favor, God's favor, God's passion is for those that bless from below. You know, there's an age-old teaching that we've just got to get rid of. It talks about the idea that God is up there in heaven and, you know, Jesus obviously is coming back. And when Jesus comes back, he's going to melt the faces off of everybody that doesn't like him. And the God's up in their heaven desperately looking to catch us in the act of doing something wrong so he can come down with a sweeping hand of judgment and beat us to a pulp. But yet that's not really the God of the scriptures. It's not really the God that we read about. Here, God is watching us. He has created this open environment to connect directly with him in the in the kingdom. He will be notified of the blessings that we give him. And he says, I have favor for those that do that. This is my passion. What is God's passion? What is God's passion? Why are we here is the same question. God's passion, his nature, why we are here is he is a God who wants to share. He wants to bestow. He wants to give to his people. And when he sees that action happening where we are blessing him, saying, thank you for being a great God and and all the things we talked about, it connects. And his favor goes towards that person. His favor causes more lights to shine. We talked about that. They shine upon us. Those that honor God 
are honored by him. This is fascinating because we have built a massive religion to explain to people how to honor God when it's as simple as blessing God. We are constantly building programs, building buildings, doctrines, denominations, all saying, if you read just about any church bulletin, any church statement, any mission statement, somewhere it'll say in there that all this is designed to honor God. Really? Really? Well, just blessing God honors him. And those that honor him will be honored by him. God says, show me honor. I'm not looking for a corporate service. I'm looking for an individual connection. Let's read verse 8. Very powerful, a little bit shorter verse here. The secret of secrets is for those who have knowledge of the wisdom of the Master. To know the secret meaning of the blessings recited over the commandments of Torah, over all the enjoyments and pleasures in this world, to pour out blessings from above downward. Know the wisdom of the Master. Open secrets. Well, how do you do that? This verse says, by the secret meanings of the blessings. By understanding what you're doing. Understanding that I'm not just throwing a, uh, a post-it note up there for God to read when he has time. But to understand that he hears me. And that he is interested. He is passionate. My response. Notice that it says not only blessings recited over the commandments of the Torah but all the enjoyments and pleasures in this world. God wants you to enjoy this world. He wants you to enjoy your pets. He wants you to enjoy food. He wants you to enjoy each other. He wants you to enjoy your job. He wants you to enjoy this. And in course of enjoying this, he wants us to bless him. Because as we speak our blessings over God, over our scriptures, over our pleasures, it says to pour out the blessings from above, downward. Now, I want you to think about that. There's a connection here, a vertical connection. As we bless God and those messages make their way into the heavenly realm, God sees that. And what does he do? He opens blessings from above, coming downward. So instead of calling to God and saying, oh, God, bless us. God, put your blessings upon us. God, we pray for your blessings. It's something you already have. The reason why you're not seeing those land in your front porch is it starts with our action towards him, ascribing his honor, ascribing, recognizing him for who he is. Stop talking about him like he's your best friend's dad and revere him as the master of the universe. My name is David Fournier from Restoring Grace. Thank you so much for listening to Zohar in 15. Mm-hmm.